Hello? Andre? Yeah, what's good with you? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How about you? Good. All right, so just start off by telling me your name and what you do. My name is Andre Saunders. I'm a hip-hop artist, poet from Philadelphia. Now, how long have you been doing it, Andre? I'm 25 now, so maybe since uh, ninth grade. Like, to me, it's therapy. Uh, the type of music I make is, like, real personal. just actually dropped my uh, first official uh, major project called Moments, collection of 12 songs. It's hip-hop and poetry infused. You can grab that everywhere. iTunes, Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, Amazon, whatever streaming service you have. Now, if somebody wanted to really get to know you, is there a track on the album that, that really defines you and your story? If you want to hear it like that, then I'm going to tell you, go listen to 1522 forever. All this pain inside of my heart. All this pain, I just paint art. F whatever they thought. I do it for the streets, though. I got a vision, Stevie Wonder couldn't see though. <laughs> 15, 22, forever, forever. Special. Some people I love, I forever love you though. Although things have gotten uncomfortable, I used to pitch you on a pedal stool. I used to look up to you. Amazing how things change and people rearrange is what we come to. Used to be the one I would run to when strange little brother becomes big brother. I thought the thought of losing it would bring us together. My nephew, yeah, I love him. Bringing him on stage meant to lie to me. Seeing him smile was like the lottery. I hope that one day you could say you proud of me. That same green gate, I'm from there. Even though it's been some years, get to know me before you judge it. We was on a budget. I'm not saying we had nothing. But even in my darkest times, I had never crumbled. Only the strong survives. Get through it with who loves you. Forever. Forever.
Nice. Now, if you want to go check that out once again, you can get that on iTunes and uh, a couple other platforms. And basically, anywhere you subscribe to music, you know? Yeah. Who were you reaching for, you know, your album? Obviously, you make the content for yourself, but you got to consider your audience. So who is your audience? Honestly, all ages. I feel like um, I don't want to just limit it to certain people because even I, the type of person and artist I am, I can go into a crowd of professional older people and they'll love it because of the content or I can make the music for the people my age because yeah. they relate to it. So it's like pretty diverse, honestly. And I'm not just saying it because I'm me, but I've done shows with like, I've done a, a high school and middle school tour and the kids loved it. And then I've done events where it's like older people, like 60s, 50s and all of that. And they loved it. So our audience is pretty diverse. So with that being said, you know, you said the album is very diverse, so you know, it probably it covers it covers all age groups, you're saying. Yeah, it's mature content though. It's like you don't if you expect to just dance all day, don't it's not for that. It's like more so personal, like I want you to sit and ride to it or when you you feel like you have time to really listen, that's when you're gonna get the best results from it. Yeah, I I love that. I love that. Sometimes you just listen to an album all the way through, all 12 tracks, you know? Yeah, and that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to just have one great song or three great songs. I wanted to make a complete body of work. Like, when you listen to a Kendrick album, it may not be one song that stands out the most, but they're all amazing songs consistently. What are your overall goals now, now that you have the album out? Um, Right now, I'm trying to... um. I'm trying to get on a, a tour right now, so I'm waiting to hear it back. And if that doesn't go through, I'm going to actually put my own together and um, do some stuff. So marketing promotion, I'm trying to get some radio play. Um, I actually just got a review of um, iTunes for a day. They did a, a review of my album uh, with like all of the other major artists and releases that came out throughout that period and other periods as well. Yeah. And mine mine got uh one of the highest rated albums over like my rating was higher than a lot of major label artists and I'm independent, so that was a good accomplishment for me. Now I noticed that's that's fantastic, Andre. Now I noticed you posted on your social media, which you could plug right after this. Um mm -hmm. I saw you wanted to get about what is it, fifty thousand streams? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um it's like this. For me, I never really cared about numbers as long as my music was reaching people, but because I put so much work into this and because I feel like I can make the greatest music in the world, but if no one hears it, then it's not getting the justice. So I always tell my friends or people that support me, okay, you're listening to it, and I appreciate that great, but if you want me to reach maximum potential, why don't you tell one of your friends to listen to it as well? And if they like it, they'll spread it. I'm working to get that extra audience, but I feel like my music is just as good as those major people. It's just that they spend marketing dollars on it, and they have bigger backing. So it's like, hey, I mean, I have that, but I have great music and fans, so... Y'all can help me make that goal achievable. Yeah, of course, man, and that's all it is with them. They just have they have the um, they have a manager, which most likely uh, understands marketing, and I understand marketing, so I'll try to help you out as much as I can. Some people may not want to spend money on certain things because people don't spend music. I mean, money on a lot of music these days, but. If you have that for free, you can listen to it however many times you want. You're not even about the dollars right now. You really just want them to hear your message. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not. I don't want the fifty thousand streams for the money or for like. I don't. That's not my reason for that because I'm in a good position in my life. God bless me. Yeah. I want it because I want 
to and I want people to hear the actual music. If I didn't make a dollar off those streams, I would be cool that. with that if those because that's going to get me to where eventually I will make real money off of it because the people believe in the music that much. Nice. Uh, well, we'll try to push it out there, brother. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. So we talked about your, you know, you know what you do, what's important to you, your target audience, your accomplishments, your overall goals. Is there anything else you would like to add? Um, yeah, I want to thank like all my fans and people that have been supporting it. I try to repost a lot, but I try not to kill people with keep on reposting everything. So I try to post the most like ones that stand out or ones that come to me directly in those moments when I post. So I want to thank everybody that's been supporting it. I want to thank my uncle for doing the um, graphics for it. Um, I want to thank my engineer who helped me put it together and everybody that made production on it. And just everybody that's been supporting it and love it. And I know people was getting impatient because they was waiting for it for so long. Yeah. But um, I'm glad that I took my time and made what I wanted to make. So when they finally got it, they was like, dang, I know you made us wait and we were mad, but it's beyond what their expectations were. Good. Break that glass ceiling. Yeah, and that's why I told people, I was like, I know you guys want it, but I'm not about making one good song or th a couple good songs. I want to make something that's going to last where you're going to listen to it down the road as opposed to just listen to it for two weeks. Uh, with that being said, you know, you want to uh, you want to talk about uh, any upcoming events? Is there any or you have any shows in the short term that are coming up? Um, Right now, I'm actually collecting dates. Now, I had stopped doing shows because I was... I'm trying to finish my um, actual project and yeah. get it set up properly. But yeah. now I'm actually going to start taking dates again. Um, I'm planning a, a big uh, release party now for it. Of course, it's after the release now because I had some holdups and stuff, and then I was sick. But um, it's definitely going to happen. Um, I'm, it's going to be free for the public and all of that stuff, so I'm planning that. And then after that, like I said, I'm trying to get on this tour. Hopefully that goes through. Fantastic, brother. Is there anything you want to talk about, you know, maybe local in the on the East Coast, Tri-State, uh, or in Philly specifically? A lot of people ask me that I feel a way that I wasn't nominated for a Philly Hip Hop Award. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not because I understand the politics that goes beyond, behind that, and I know that what my talent is and I know what my fan, that my fans know what the quality of music I make is. So I am being rewarded in other ways. I was just in a newspaper. I know I have big people that believe in what I'm doing and are getting behind it. And my pro ever since I dropped my project, I've been getting like a lot of attention and um, so a lot of great things behind the scenes that people may not see. So I'm like, as long as I continue to work hard and be patient, those things will present themselves. Yo, you got it, man. I, I love it because you understand the, the, the concept of or the concept of like long-term achievements you know there's short-term stuff and you you complete that but then sometimes it's like okay now let that resonate let that come back there's, there might be an accomplishment to this in two three months or maybe a year or two three years i want to touch base on this because it's local to you but it's global to everybody else let's talk about meek mill oh yeah 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 so meek, free meek yeah free, free meek. meek so you know you're a philly uh native uh give me your feelings about that um, I don't like to see nobody go through those type of situations, uh, especially somebody like him, because I know we may not always make the right decisions or whatever, but a person like that who does so much for the community, and not just that, but his impact on our type of people is, like, really great. So, okay, he may not walk the fine line of being the perfect person, but the impact that he has on the youth is, like, he's our motivation, 
So, and I don't care if people want to admit it or not, but he opened up so many doors for Philadelphia music artists by him being a one to break through. So that shined the light on us, whether directly or indirectly. I totally agree. It's not that I'm from Philly, but I can totally understand how he did that. You know what I mean? I heard he was yeah. like, he got in trouble for, you know, being at a show one time, popping some wheelies. Then I got in trouble for yeah, breaking up a was, fight. Like, Yeah, that was just like... It's like, okay, how is that actually benefiting him by being taken away? And what is that saying to a lot of other people? So I'm glad to see, like, our city don't really come together for a lot. To see how many people came together for his rally, that was pretty big. It's like, and I know some people are like, well, you're only doing it for me. But it's like, yo, it's bigger than just him, honestly. Yeah, he's just, he's just, he's one of the, he's a key component. But that doesn't mean, exactly. you know, that doesn't mean that you guys aren't all glad that you're there. And I'm going to touch base yeah. on this. I don't know how you feel about mumble rappers, you know, but, <laughs> but in general, man, I feel like the, the mainstream, the public, they want everyone to be rapping about Xanax and mumble rapping and getting up and drinking codeine. And meanwhile, there's people like Meek Mill that have a very, very fine skill. You have, you know, you're from Philly, you have that skill too but like his yeah. is a little bit more public because you know his like we talked about his marketing is just a little bit more out there and uh mm -hmm. so you know you guys have these this, this 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 actual skill about you know you know putting words together and being very precise and you're not getting the coverage and you're not getting the publicity that you need and then when it when you know let's just give meek for an example when he does get that that public attention they shut it down yeah like what's with that how do you feel about that and he put a lot of great messages on his album, if you listen, to inspire and motivate, like, young African-American people and people in general. So it's like I do feel sometimes with um, our generation now, people will glorify the stuff that makes no sense and has no meaning. And then the people that make that great stuff is like, we won't appreciate it as much or we'll take it for granted or we'll overlook it. Whereas, like, I'm not mad at people for mumble rap or making that stuff. That's what they do. Like, I like that for that, and then I like what I like. Like, I'll listen to Nas, and I don't want him to sound like that, but I'll listen to them, and I don't want them to sound like Nas. So I understand everybody is different, but I feel like a little bit more should be put into people who's doing something to actually that put their heart, time, and energy into saying something. Yeah, not somebody that's just trying to, you know, you know, uh, be a pop star. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't really listen. I listen to, like, certain things, but I don't really listen to a lot of that. I'm influenced by, like, you got to make me believe what you're saying or saying something that I can feel for me to really be a big fan of it. So that, now that you touch base on influence, who was your biggest influence? Like, I'm a big Lauryn Hill fan, Tupac fan, uh, classic Lil Wayne fan. I'm a big Drake fan. Yeah, so um, I, I can definitely see that because, you know, you have that poetry side to you. You have that East Coast yeah. feel. You know, you're very well-spoken. So, you know, and you're very relaxed. You're very relaxed. Uh, you know, you could definitely tell that those were definitely inspirations for you. You know what I mean? It's not like you said, I mean, it's not, you probably do listen, but it's not like you said Busta Rhymes. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's no, little, even like Wale. I think well, like Wale is one of my personal favorites. I yes. think he's super underrated. I just feel like his lyrics people don't have the mental capacity to understand what he's saying or break it down. You're exactly right, and that's why it doesn't resonate. 
because he, you know, with certain, that's why it doesn't resonate as much as it should. Because he's he's talking, his audience is is thinner, if you will, than than the than the public mainstream. Know your audience, man. I was, mm-hmm. I, you know, you come out of school and they're like, yo, you better. They don't say yo, but they say, you know, your paper has to be, you know, this, you know, use your commas, use your periods, use all this, and then you learn all this and you learn how to write like that. So when you're doing business, you got to do that. But then when you're writing content for you know a specific audience, let's just say it's the, let's just say it's the main public mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to dumb a lot of stuff down. You can't just say, oh, you know, the, at, at, you know, police departed at, at this time and they arrived on scene and there was, you know, four suspects. They, they, they don't even understand that. You know, I'm just saying that as an yeah. example. You got to say the cops were called and they went to the house. You, yeah. know, you know, you can't use words like large, large words because it, people just start to shut you out. You know, I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. And sometimes I feel like that, like. When I when I was younger, um, for some reason, I, once I started like really writing poetry, from then I never looked back. I always wanted my music to have like more meaning, substance, or a deeper message. And I remember I was working with this guy who had um, connections to a label, and he was trying to make make me make commercial or this music that I wasn't comfortable with because I felt like I had already graduated from that point. Yeah, and um, that was it was just hard for me to make that type of music at that point. It was like even if I tried, it was just like I couldn't do it because it was forcing it to where now I make what I want to make and it's, it can be played on the radio, but it's still my box. Yeah. It's, it's still me being me. But at that time, I, it, like it's easier for me to make smart songs because that's be, just me being me. It would be hard uh, like for me to try to make that stuff is what is hard to me. People might look at this stuff like I'm doing like, yo, I know that take a lot of thought or this is hard. No, it's easy to me because that's who I am. Yeah, you're just being yourself. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, you got the other end. You got people with you know, g- you know, graduating from you know high end schools and then getting GPAs and then writing, uh, you know, let's just say ignorant content. You know. Yeah, like it's harder for me to make like those type of like dumbed down songs because yes. it's like I'm trying to unprogram myself to be me, and I, it's hard for me. And all the all the listeners out there, you really got to, You know, if you like Tupac, you like Nas. You know, you like Drake, listen to Andre, see what he's yeah. got, you know, he's got it. I feel like somebody, I was talking to somebody about my album, um, like a week ago and they said to me, who would you compare it to? And I said, I don't compare myself to no one. I'm me. But if I was to give you an example, I would say, if you like Wale or J. Cole or Kendrick, you'll like my stuff because I, I focus on those lyrics and, and, and painting pictures like that. And he said, so wait, you saying you better than them? And I'm saying, I'm I, well, first off, my confidence is through the roof. I feel like I could stand next to anybody and still be great. But I was saying, I wasn't necessarily saying I was better than them. I'm just telling you me. And then after I thought about that, I said, you know what? Wait, yeah, I'll take that back because I feel like if I had the access to the things they have and the people behind me and all of the resources that they have, yep. I would be equally as great, if not better. And the marketing budget. Let's just talk about exactly. that. You know what I mean? They're having hundreds exactly. of thousands of dollars to, to push push out content, and they're putting up posters in places you don't even expect to be see posters. And half exactly. of the time, you know the artist or you know the name of the song before you even hear it. And it's like, what? And those things, believe it or not, makes people feel like they're higher than they are just because they see that. Like, sometimes people are dumb to where it's like, I tell people, like, well, one of my friends that got signed, I said, you aren't any different than you was yesterday before you were signed. The only difference is now people are going to pay attention more because that 
you 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 are signed now. Yeah, but, but I feel talent like didn't just happen overnight. I feel like he you've been talented. You've been talented, and the confidence that basically he just allowed somebody to unlock his own confidence. Yeah, and it's like for me, it's sad that like like I'm I'm pretty sure Kendrick was Kendrick before. Like, of course, you naturally get better and progress, but it's like people are in our society is so like mentally not there that they'll see it will take something big for them to appreciate it. Like I could be me right now and people may not pay attention to it, but if they see me with Jay-Z tomorrow, they'll be like, Oh my God, he's the greatest thing in the world. And I'm like, why does it take him to determine my greatness? There's politics to everything. And you know, under, you know, sometimes people do things a certain way and that, that kind of, you know, you can only, you can only market to the, to the same network so much. And then you have to, you yeah. know, you have to cross, cross yeah. leverage, you know, you go on mine, I go on yours. Exactly. And that's what I always tell people is like, your greatness doesn't take away from my greatness. We can both be great in Absolutely. our own lane. So it's like, and I always tell my fans that like we were talking about earlier, the power of spreading something and um, sharing it because it doesn't cost anything to post something or to share something. And I think people sometimes be like, uh, I don't want to post this because it's going to look a certain way or maybe my fans will think you're better than me. Or I'm like, no, end that because if, if you get further and we're friends, I'm pretty sure you're going to help pull me up. Yeah. Whereas if I get bigger first, I'm going to help pull you up. We can help each other. For me, I only want to work with people that believe in what I'm doing. You know, you can have as many followers as you want, and, you know, people... But, like, at the end of the day, is that is it putting money in your pocket? I know people started making money off, like, YouTube videos and things like that, but most people... That's all the these difference between the internet and real life. Like, I tell people... That's right, brother. I have one follower on Instagram, but if I got a lot of real... Like, and I learned this lesson early because one of my friends used to do, um, like, work with a lot of big artists. Yep. And she would tell me how they were really big on the internet, but in real life, they had trouble selling tickets. And she yep. was telling me, like, that's pretty amazing that you have half the following that these people, not even half, way less following than these people, but you have real fans in real life that always come and buy your tickets. You always sell your tickets out. And I was like, dang, that's really true because to the Internet, these people were, like, high all up. But in real life, they have issues. That's right. With those type of things, totally agree. I'm I'm with you, man. Because I just I, I kind of realized realized that as like I'm as I was going along, people, it's still social media is still such a shock factor. But you gotta understand, it's just one channel of marketing. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you have radio, you have word of mouth, you have you know word of mouth kind of rolls with in person, but you could separate them if you want. So you have you know imagine you handing tickets out selling them. You have in person, yeah. word of mouth, radio, TV, social media, um, you know maybe some other type of online networks. It's just one channel, man. You know, exactly. for people to go become so obsessed just because there's so many channels, people think Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Oh my God, there's different. No, those are just different networks on the same channel, brother. Sorry to tell you, you know, and half the time you're yeah. probably reaching the same people. I agree. You know, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, dwell too much on that, but I had to get that out of my system, man. Like when you mentioned that, I was like, oh my god, I, I, I see that all the time. You know, people say, oh, I got I this many followers. To all of that type of stuff, and yeah. it's like, I tell people, I don't care about the followers. I care about the realness, like what's really going on in a, in a big picture of things, because those followers come and go. Like I see people, like a lot of the, you notice the comedians on Instagram and stuff like that. 
I tell people, if you don't have a real product at the end of the day or you don't set yourself up correctly, that stuff going to fade. Yes. I need a pop yeah. comedians from last year don't exist now. Yes. Like me, I'm really conscious of that. And that's why I say, like, even with it, it ties into music where these people have one big song and then you never hear from them again. I don't want to be that type of artist, and that's why I don't really focus on making that type of music. I feel like I got to be true to me because if I'm true to me, it's going to last. It's a gradual slope uphill. It's a, And exactly. then most people try to get rich quick. And you know what? They peak. And then, like you said, next year, where the f- you at, you know? Exactly. And for me, I'll always rather be on a constant wave or going upwards yep. instead of having, having a thousand and then ten. I'd rather have ten, fifty, a hundred, a hundred and fifty. And you know what? Get- you see that. Yeah, I feel you, bro. And they and you, those other people, they'll take jabs at you. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And then you see him a month, a year later, and then you're like, oh, man, what happened to you? Like, oh, I did this. And you're still doing the same thing, man. You're still. Me and my friend laughed at that. Like, whereas this this one artist, he was really big back in the day and felt like like he he, he just was too full of himself. And then his stock went down and my friends went up. And then he was reaching out to my friend. And that's why I say you got to be careful how you treat people because you never know what position they're going to be in next year and what position you're going to be in. I support anybody doing anything positive that they truly believe in. People can follow me on Instagram, Andre S underscore 1220. Book in my email addresses, A Andre S 1220 at Um, You can go check out my videos on YouTube. Andre Saunders. Yeah, but I'm pretty easy to get in contact with. So you got Instagram, you got your email, and then YouTube. So if you want to find out what he's doing, you want to book a program, book a show, book him for any event, he can tailor his content. He doesn't necessarily tailor his content, but he's got content that can apply to any different age group. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, if you got an event, you got a benefit, you got anything like that, he's in the Philadelphia area. So, you know, traveling may be uh, something you got to work out. But besides that, man, he's. uh, He's ready to rock. Glad to have you on the program. Thanks for having me.